with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. December is traditionally a very busy, profitable month for retailers, but the latest economic survey for Iowa and eight other Midwestern states shows another dip in the business barometer for the final month of 2022. Creighton University economist Ernie Goss says the state and regional economies fell further below growth neutral or 50 on the 0 to 100 scale during December, pointing to a higher recession risk for 2023. These are the lowest readings we recorded since the pandemic. In other words, that's May of 2020. So things are not looking good. The economy is very likely to slow down significantly in the first half of 2023 and certainly the second half of 2023. So it was not a good signal. Arkansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and South Dakota are all seeing employment levels now that exceed pre-pandemic levels, but the survey shows Iowa has yet to hit that mark. Goss says the region is still lagging several thousand jobs, but hiring numbers did rise during December. Companies are still hiring. Job additions, employment additions are, I won't call it strong, but it's surprising the strength we're seeing there when everything else is not good. Uh, but when we ask about applicants for job openings in the company, 63% reported a shortage of applicants for any job openings they had. The future outlook is far from glowing, Goss says, as the overall business conditions index has fallen for seven of the past nine months. Plus, he says about 60% of supply managers surveyed expect the economy to slump into a recession in 2023. We're talking about really uh, the higher, higher probability of recession. I think the probability of recession is now well above 50%. We're going to see slow to no to negative growth. The housing sector is already in a recession. Manufacturing is likely to uh, enter a minor recession. According to U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, Iowa's current labor force participation rate is two percentage points lower than before the pandemic. Iowa State Patrol spokesman Sergeant Alex Dinkla says 2022 ended with 338 fatal traffic accidents. That number is down from the past few years, um, but again, it still is over our goal of uh, trying to obtain 300 fatalities, which has not been done in Iowa since 1925. Dinkler says they haven't had time to analyze all the numbers yet, but there was one that stuck out. This year we did have 11 ATV or UTV fatalities. Um, that's the highest number that we've had in a number of years. And so that is pretty alarming when we look at that statistic. He says part of the increase could be because more people are driving them. These are becoming more and more popular as we see um, those being used um, all around Iowa and on our roadways. And uh, the recent legislation did allow those vehicles to be uh, driven on our roadways. Um, legally now and so now that we see those being legally operated on our roadways those are just becoming more prevalent. He says they do know that some of the traffic deaths could have been prevented if people had buckled up. 114 people failed to buckle that seatbelt in, in collisions. Had they buckled that seatbelt um, there's no doubt that we would have had more lives saved and possibly not even had as many people injured in those car crashes whether you're in the front seat, back seat, no matter where you're at, think of safety at the forefront when you get in that vehicle and before you head out somewhere. Dinkler says their ultimate goal is to have zero fatal accidents on the roadways, and they plan to continue working 
to get below 300. Wednesday night, the Rockwell City Council discussed several items that may be included in the next fiscal year budget. They include replacing a Chevy dump truck, staffing as the public works director plans on retiring later this year, and funding for such events as National Night Out. Another business, the Rockwell Council was informed that Saragordo County plans on resurfacing Pheasant Avenue coming into Rockwell from the north, and the city will look into resurfacing this road as it becomes First Street inside the city limits. Applications are now open for the 2023 Healthy Estate Annual Awards in Iowa. The categories for these awards include early care workplace, education, out-of-school programs, and youth. Each winner will be awarded with a monetary prize to contribute towards a health and wellness-related project that benefits their employees, students, or fellow citizens. Applications are due by 5 p.m. on January 27th, and finalists will be announced in February. For more information or to apply, go to iowahealthyestate.com awards. Again, that's iowahealthyestate.com awards. Call it the golden age of lottery jackpots, or to put it another way, what's up with all the massive lottery prizes? Latest haul up for grabs is a $940 million Mega Millions jackpot with a drawing set for tonight. The prize ranks as the sixth largest in U.S. history. That comes less than two months after a player in California won a record $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot. Players also won lottery prizes topping $1 billion earlier in 22 and in 2021, but it will. Uh, but while it may seem the lottery gods are showering players with repeated chances at hard-to-fathom riches, the credit for the big prizes is actually due to math and more difficult odds. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources will stock rainbow trout in five urban lakes and ponds this month for anglers who enjoy winter fishing. Mike Stike, the DNR's regional fishery supervisor for northeast Iowa, says trout get stressed in warmer water and can even die if the temperature is too high. He says the trout don't like temperatures higher than 70. They'll quit feeding, act a little funny, and seek out colder water. Stike says water temperatures are much cooler now in the 30s, so it's an ideal time for the DNR to stock the trout and for Iowans to seek them out by casting a line. The DNR will stock one to 2,000 trout in lakes in Sioux City, Council Bluffs, Mason City, and a few other locations. Latest U.S. Drought Monitor shows that 10.69% of Iowa has no drought conditions listed this week compared to 9.52% last week. Areas listed as being abnormally dry dropped from 23.82% last week to the current week at 22.65%. The remainder of the drought categories remain the same this week for the rest of the state. One year ago, about 51% of Iowa had no drought conditions. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program, State Representative Shannon Latham of Sheffield, who will discuss the upcoming legislative session, which kicks off Monday in Des Moines. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ, following the news, weather, and obituaries with archived programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 29 and the low of 10. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.